right, let's. Yeah, it is. It is, baby. Yes, shout out to IT Mags, my girl. That's what's up. Okay, give me another sec. Let me get it back set up, and we'll just we'll just get started, man. I'm having nightmares. My niggas say I'm being annoyed. They say I'm just being annoyed. Hey, hey, whoa. Welcome to the New Music Monday podcast. You listening to Dev, Pax, and Jalen right now. <clears throat> and I'll introduce myself. I am BCB Dev, Dev Domolino, uh, 6 Dev 6, Louis Vuitton Devon, got several aliases. And we also got uh, Loud Pax in the building today, aka Scooter from, AKA Scooter from the back. <laughs> AKA Trout Louder. Nah. Nah, nah. We, we retired all those? With, we just we just rocking with packs now. Just packs now? We can't even go yeah. Brent Louder now? Definitely not Brent. Brent's yeah. Brent's too yeah, bro. Brent's Brent's dead, bro. Brent Brent Louder is throwback like beyond throwback. He just, yeah, he need he needed to go. He he needed to stay where I'm he was. Wholesome at. Now. Yeah. He needed to stagnate. Pax needed to progress. <laughs> And we got another BCB boy in here uh, that is is not from this side of the country, but he tuning in live on the Zoom call. What's up, Jalen? How you doing, bro? Black Brad Pitt. You already know. Black Brad Pitt. I like that a lot. My favorite movie is Fight Club. Got something in common because that's really my favorite movie. Yeah, since like a like probably since like ten years old has been my favorite movie. Favorite movie. I- I'm not even gonna like cap to you. My next project might be based off of that movie. Ooh, you gonna have like a you gonna have like a dual personality on that? I'm gonna try. I'm. It's just an idea right now, but it's definitely something I had in mind. No, I'm telling you, you can get funky with it if you really think about it. Again, welcome to the New Music Monday podcast. I am your host, Dev Demolino, uh, Bridge City Boys, Voice of the Northwest. And um, we got an album-heavy episode today, and we're a little like behind the eight ball, if you will, uh, due to some technical difficulties. So we got to get right into the shits. But you know who's here? It's Jalen, uh, our buddy, a, a a friend, a real friend of the show, um, one of our supporters. So first of all, I got to appreciate you for just having checked out the show and having listened to the show. Thank you. Always, always. Uh, there's something about y'all aesthetic that really just stands out from everybody else that I've been looking at. So y'all are like top tier. <laughs> Dude, we appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thank you, bro. Yeah, no thank problem. you so much, man. I mean, you try to work on all the the mechanical things to make the podcast as good as possible, but at the same time, it really it really matters to to hear something like that. That uh, something about the the insides of the show are what makes it. A cool show to listen to so um that's really exciting uh you should listen to our boy Jalen's music if you want to hear something a little bit more raw rugged rough around the edges um i've been checking out the god body 73 demo release just something a little low-key on youtube right now uh but if you um how long has that been out Jalen? uh it's been out for a week it's really just supposed to be like a side it's like a, a side 
a side project. I don't want to look at it as like a main project next to like the Burning Dawn or Save It. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want something a little more smooth around the edges and something a little bit more accessible to like streaming platforms, then the Burning Dawn is that project, I think. And uh, you got something out recent too that I, I actually missed was Melodies of the Week. Yeah. So two new tracks on that. Uh, uh, A-side, or two A-side. Um, yeah, so Melodies of the Week and um, what's the next song on it? Uh, Call You Out. Those two songs is on it. Okay. No yeah, I'm going to get to that because admittedly I, I that slipped past me. I didn't see it, but I will check that out. I was and just freshening up. I was listening to that right before the pod. He's just doing his homework. Yeah, I see you on here. I see you on here. I always see what Trent's listening to right before the pod. (laughs) My due diligence. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, I think that's cool that you're into doing side projects and, like, you know, doing projects in different capacities. So shorter ones, longer ones, a couple songs at a time, small demo. But that still has a concept, though. I mean, you still took some time to really think out what it was you wanted to 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 do there or have it say aesthetically yeah that the god body one like originally like the original tape i did i was like i was gonna go in after i leave my job i was gonna lock in for 24 hours and i pretty much just had it to the side like something for myself and then the reza and uh dj premier did their thing and i went back to listen to the tape i'm like dang it's kind of sound hard compared to like the Rizzo's production and stuff so uh-huh. compared to what I'm doing. So I'm just like, okay, I should probably do something with this instead of just holding on to it. You feel me? Good, man. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that aspect of it too. Getting it out there. Let people see your work. Let people see how you progress. But yeah, like I said, we got a an album episode really today. Uh, we, we talked about quite a bit of music last week because we had some albums that we wanted to talk about, but we pushed off cause album so y'all gonna hear us talk about cause album um that i'm very much looking forward to get to it was like a really really busy week like all all things said and done it was a really really busy week for hip-hop um some other couple small projects i want to talk about we also got a trans on the way trans tourney trans tourney um we doing new music monday covers oh yeah shout out this is the first time you're hearing a 24 year old dev on the mic oh yeah what's up shout out dev a little more bass in my voice this time around right (laughs) finally did it (laughs) yeah wait dev when what day was your birthday 13 may 13 dang when's your birthday my birthday is next saturday so the 23rd are you still a taurus then or are you a gemini gemini season (laughs) damn you like just on the cusp then Uh (laughs) uh-huh all right so let's ask this question let's start with this jumping off point um what's the best future project to you ds2 I might say the same thing, DS2. <laughs> I would say DS2 as well. So since we all said yeah. DS2, <laughs> let's take the next one down. What do you think's like the next coolest future project? And that could be personal taste. You don't even really gotta like think that hard on it. But the first one that comes to mind, maybe. Hmm. I would say like Monster. The Monster tape is a big one. Um. I even. I even have 
respect for um you know what's like kind of an underrated uh future project is honest so this was like Mm-hmm. Right before or after the mixtape series started, so when he did all those five tapes, like real back to back, Fifty Six Nights and Monster and all them, um, he was. This is when know. he was still with Ciara, I think, or just after he was with Ciara. So it's like he kind of does like a whole range of sounds. It's, it's like got pop stuff, but it's also got like um, that song with Pusha T. Mm. And then that's also got the What You Tola song with um, Andre 3000 on it. Yeah, actually, that is a fire. That's, that's like a underrated, like kind of almost not forgotten, but like low key forgotten about like future project. It's actually kind of hard for me to like pick one because I rarely listen to future projects. Like I just kind of like skim through his catalog. Yeah. And, like, you know, playlists or something. My second, so, my second question was gonna be, uh, when I say future, what is the first song that comes to your mind? Oh man, uh, that fucking money bag song because I listen to that like every day. The one with Drake off of the their thing together. Oh, is it? Uh, and, um, wait. Trash bags or money bags, or yeah, something like yeah, that. something like that. Plastic bags, I think. Plastic bag, yeah. I listen to that shit like <laughs> every day for like a year. That's a random one. I know it's really random. <laughs> uh, Jalen, what's the first song that comes to mind to you when you when you think? I, I think I, I think you like March Madness is like the first one. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. March Madness is a good one. Uh, the two that come to mind randomly. Uh, not that random. Cody and Crazy and Mask Off. Yeah, those two too. Yeah. I think Mask Off was, I think that's got to be one of his biggest to date. Yeah, that yeah, that, that on Spotify like, that alone like has 880 million streams. And granted, it's like four years old at this point, but. That was like his, that was like his meme joint. Yeah, that was the song that blew up like way bigger than, yeah. than you thought it would. Fun fact, uh, just for me, fun fact, uh, my first review ever on YouTube when I just decided to start all this was uh, Future, the Future Future album. And then next week, the mm-hmm. Hendrix album came out. So that was my second review. Both my first couple of reviews were like semi-negative Future reviews. <laughs> that's, how I started, uh, that's how I started off my career, bro. You just hating on Future. Yep. Yeah, I did. I did. Um yeah, I'm a personally a big fan of Monster, obviously, DS2, you know, that's kind of, I think DS2 is to- sort of the, the holy grail of the modern trap movement. I don't know, most of the songs on there are really like, hey, say that one more time, a little louder. Well, I said, I feel like DS2 has the most familiar future songs on there. Yeah, and that yeah. that one is like the the gallery of of future hits, I think. Um, but yeah, so that's I mean my perspective with future is I mean I've been listening to him for you know a good while. We kind of all have, and we we've seen him really develop quite a bit. I mean, again, if you're going back to the Honest album and then the Pluto albums before that. 
and you think about where he got during that mixtape run and you think about where he is today i mean that's like that's that's at least three big turnarounds i think uh when when you mark him from going from an underground act to a pop act with the release of honest that actually had some singles on it that had some push to then maybe this transition from talking about drugs in his career a lot to being maybe like post that drug era for him seemed like a big deal and so that's when we get to i mean that's pretty recent right that's like we're talking about at least the future hendrix albums and then it wasn't until you know like this beast mode 2 and the future and juice world shit came out and the future uh the wizard project came out that uh he had kind of made it known to everybody that he had this kind of turn in his career where he stopped doing drugs and he stopped making the content so much about that but i don't know he's still talking a lot about a lot of drugs on this anyways (laughs) so there's he's that toxic. <laughs> yeah he's just you know and then oh yeah and then now now he's in like toxic king uh i feel like that's I been a recent like dirtbag yeah yeah like where we've kind of <laughs> i think we've recently like you know started to really glorify his dirtbagness too as well <laughs> so um yeah i i've heard this a couple times by now um is it too long um I mean, the track list is long. It doesn't feel that long, though. Do you have I a... An, I guess it's an hour. I don't know. I didn't feel like an hour when I was listening to this. I guess that's a good thing. Because, I mean, it's yeah. 21 songs. So it's definitely 21 different ideas you got to get through. Now, a couple songs are, like, songs you've already heard. Or, um, you right. know, there's a, there's a Life is Good remix on here. I could probably do without the first like seven songs <laughs> up until the young boy really yeah I could probably do I don't need those songs I actually like the latter half a lot okay I think the latter half is where I have yet to like lay my attention as much as the first half and so I have this little section though that I love, which is actually from about Solitaires with Travis Scott. So four to four to seven. So Riding Striker is one of my imposted with demons. Oh, and eight. Hard to choose one. So right up until the Young Boy feature, uh, I really oh, wow. enjoyed. I like my favorite stretches from like twelve to to the Lil Uzi. So you got Pray for a Key, Too, too Comfortable, All Bad. Mm. That three-song stretch is pretty nice. Yeah, overall, man, I'm not going to lie. I've really uh, grappled with this project back and forth, like, the whole weekend. I would say I've given it maybe t- maybe three listens. And I had mm. one listen where I was like, that was fire. First listen, I was like, that was dope. This is probably the second coming of Future. Like, like he's back DS2 style. And then I had a second listen to it, and I I'm not usually like this, but I thought it was ass cheeks. Like the second listen, like <laughs> like I, I literally had a couple moments of thinking it was like honest, like are my ears broken? Like, uh, and so like, yesterday I had my third listen to it, and that was probably the most even keel one where I had some pockets that I liked, and I didn't. Um, and then there I realized, ah, eh, there's just some 
you know, this this album's pretty long. It's it's full of ideas, and not every one of them is all that interesting. So, with that being said, if you listen to the whole thing, you know, how much of it do you think you really, really enjoyed? And I mean, we could talk runtime. Like, you know, if this is uh, an hour and ten minutes, like how much, how many minutes of music do you think roughly is super enjoyable? I would say maybe like. <laughs> 35 to 40 you know which is around half yeah i don't know well future is hard for me to digest this project because like after like the first three i kind of want to turn it off <laughs> i don't know because i was kind of the same way as you but i was in the opposite like when i first listened to it i was like this is this is bad like, i'm not <laughs> into this at all and i think it's because i because the first seven tracks seven or six six or seven tracks i was like i'm not really feeling this but then the latter half i kind of like more right so then once i got through it and then listened to it a second time <clears throat> i knew that second half was coming and i kind of was into it a little more but but then i kind of settled in the middle i don't know i probably say the same like like I'd say like 30 30 to 35 minutes are like needed of this yeah and then you could probably fill it with like another 10 another 10 20 but- is like some okay yeah yeah but then but then when you start getting into like another 35 minutes it's like yo right mm-hmm. right chill a little bit but i don't know i i overall i'm a little underwhelmed i'm like a little bit not that i expect so much from future but i just feel i was kind of in the same boat where i was like i don't know i feel like this could be like a resurgence mm-hmm. project kind of thing but came away with it being like yes yeah, i don't know yeah i i will say i, I gotta give future some props i feel like this leg of his career has been interesting to observe and i'm i'm glad that he still is like putting out projects um at a pace that he feels like he wants to do so i would say again everything since like the future and future hendrix albums even though i didn't think those were great and I guess I haven't really loved a future project in a long time. I'll be I'll be honest and say that. I haven't loved a mm-hmm. future project in a long time. Um That's so. actually why I kind of think when Save Me came out, I feel like it got way more love than it really deserved like right off the rip. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that, that too. Might be yeah. Because it was so it was kind of because it was so short, I think that might be what people like, gravitated towards it a little more. Cause that was only like seven songs or seven or eight songs or something. And that's kind of rare for future. Like he likes to drop yeah. a full filled out album. Obviously he has like the material for it. Yeah. I got to go back on that because I remember thinking that project was kind of, kind of whack, but you know, a lot of I people, that- I didn't like it right off the bat, but I felt like just on like it's online presence. It got so much love. Like people were putting it in like the top, what was that? 2018 or uh yeah yeah i think it was 2018 i think it was. i saw like multiple people putting that shit in like their top top 10 of the year kind of shit and i was like it's not that good like it just had a cool cover yeah i think it's just more like digestible <laughs> than a normal future project but it's not really that fire like yeah so uh yeah i guess in the end like i like this and um you know i personally wish it probably it probably should be shorter but I don't know. We're talking about future. He's just kind of always set this precedent for having albums that are filled to the brim with songs. And, you know, I think that's what makes DS2 what it is, is because that album is filled with hits. That album is filled with, you know, back to back 
to back bangers. Um, but this definitely feels a little bit more one note than some of his other projects. Um, I, here's the last question though. What do you think about the album cover? I never ask how do people feel about the album cover, but that matters to me. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's funny that I, I don't know if anyone else here cares about uh, Perfume Genius, but that's like another album that dropped this weekend. Yeah, that's on my um, list of things to check out that I haven't yet. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like weird. They, they were like touring with Team Impala and shit, but that kind of that kind of music. But it's funny that the album arts for both of those projects are like very similar. Like the Perfume Genius is just him like black and white with some fog behind him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it's cool. Some it kind of got it pulled up right now. Is there some like girls in the background? Yeah, it's literally just him standing there. He's got two arms like raised about uh about Senator McCain level, and, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. He kind of looks like 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 Jesus coming back, you know? Yeah. Um. I th- yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. cool. I think it's cool. I think it's again very simple picture that some photographer <laughs> took of him yeah he, he was like that's it right there i see something in that <laughs> i like that it's fire i like i like those one and a half chicks that are in the background <laughs> um real quick we can do some last week's music and just talk uh so what we, we did kaylani last week we did um nav nav the brown boy He's got he's got thirteen new songs out this week. Brown Boy Two, the mixtape. We're not gonna talk about it. That's too much nav for two weeks in a row. Yeah. I was actually incredibly disappointed when I when I heard that there was gonna be another nav project the next week. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I mean I still I'm still really excited about his last project, but it took some of the air out for me. It's like man, I finally enjoy this. This this one nav project, and then I realize it's really just part of a a bigger thirty song nav project. Deep bummer. I don't know if I really care for that trend because Little Uzi Vert did it the same exact way, releasing one album and then releasing a second album that's both of the albums. Uh, yeah. Well, Nav just like had an interview about his album, and he said he's the biggest Lil Vert fan ever it makes sense that he'd be doing like the same exact thing yeah i mean i guess like when i you know when when i see it it's like okay i kind of see why they're doing that i guess i just would like to know exactly why they're doing it that way and it's got to be some sort of streaming it's a streaming tactic it's got to be but i'm not exactly sure what how that how that benefits them here's a random story though from the other night did you see uh, the reason that Drake didn't get number one on the Billboard this past oh, week? Oh, because Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney announced a tour, so like tour bundle stuff that you would buy, and then you would you would have bought a you know a version of the album. So people were buying Kenny Chesney concert tickets, and then. Like once all the streaming numbers went up, then they just canceled the tour because obviously there would be no tour happening right now. And so that that punched him up all the way up to like basically tying with Drake, just barely over Drake. And then they they took the number (coughs) one. That's that's a a weird finesse. It's a weird finesse, but it's also like, yo, I mean, until they fix that shit, like 
that's just big brain shit, man. Like you just do it because you can. I think <laughs> it's funny because they were doing that before, like the Travis Scott thing and the Nicki Minaj and, Nicki, and all that stuff. Yeah. Like they were doing that exact tactic before, but this time we're in a pandemic and a lockdown. So there, there's no <laughs> conceivable thought that like, right. Like why, like how did you get up? Like what why are, you, are people buying you your, from, your concert tickets? What do you expect from Kenny Chesney? <laughs> They're all like the fucking people in fucking Alabama and Louisiana and shit. They want to get, they want to go to a concert. They're like, I can go to a concert. Shit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> they probably fully expected that shit to happen. <clears throat> yeah. That was, that was big brain shit. I absolutely agree. They, they kind of took it to another level. Uh, but <clears throat> Kehlani Project, uh, we got a YouTube video up for that uh, on the Bridge City Boys YouTube channel. So check out that review. Um, what uh, what else did we talk about? Again, it was kind of a soft week last week for yeah. new music. Kehlani was the big thing. And that's the only YouTube video I threw up as of last week. I think we have. I think I'll throw up the NAV review, too. <clears throat> we're saying that Kehlani album is her best album. A lot of people have been saying no, that. No, I couldn't well, tell I, you what the best Kehlani album I is, to be honest. It. And I've heard all of them, but, say, but you know, I just like that first one. The first one was called. cool. Yeah, that first one was cool, and and you, I didn't know who she was at the time, and so <laughs> it was a pretty different Kehlani. I will say though, and I mentioned it on the podcast last week, and I just didn't like it. Kind of went right by it, but her project before this, which was like a shorter nine-song project, I would say that's been like the Kehlani project that I've listened to the most for sure. Mm. Like the one I've I've listened to more than like five times, um, you know, on the face of it. And that one's got a bunch of really cool uh, features on it. My favorite being the Music Soul Child feature on there is really dope. Yeah. but Honestly, uh, I didn't know who Kehlani was until... Uh, her and Kyrie Irving started dating, and then once I knew that, I went back and like listened to her. I was like, "Oh, she's pretty. She's pretty nice, though." <laughs> she is nice. She is nice, and I think like her career, even though she's only dropped a few albums, like it's had its own different yeah. sections. You know, now now this this album feels very much in a new era of Kehlani too, which I I got to give props to. Also, it sold pretty well. She sold about eighty thousand units. Um between streams and actual sales so we had this conversation last week about whether nav or kehlani was the bigger artist which was kind of a weird debate to have <laughs> it's such a weird debate but i was really intrigued by it and w- i think we nailed it like this as far as the streaming numbers go you know i think he went up over a hundred thousand and i think nav is just kind of a streaming artist i think he puts mm-hmm. up a lot of numbers in that regard but I, I do agree with what Derek said last week that this Kehlani project feels like the thing that people are going to listen and re-listen to uh, and get obsessed about a little bit more. So I would say they're kind of they're they're bigger in different respects. Any other thoughts on Kehlani's music or last week's music? And technically, this what we're about to talk about is last week's music, anyways, too. So well, yeah, when we had to kind of subside that, but. Let's talk Ka. Descendants of Cain. I'm going to throw a song on. And we're going to talk about this very lyrically dense record. <clears throat> so, Jalen, did you get a chance to listen to this? 
several times. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. You, you're yeah. on the same. I had it on loop for like when he dropped it. On YouTube, I was listening to it. Then he dropped it on screen. Word. Were you a Ka fan before this project? I would. I don't. I don't want to say I was a fan. I would definitely. I definitely was like seeing his music everywhere, like the obvious uh, stuff like that. But I can't really say. Like, Mm-hmm. Now I'm like I can say like Yeah I would say I'm in the exact same boat actually Like have been Increasingly aware of Ka And uh, Have been kind of informing myself On his you know his recent Projects so the one that I You know was aware of when it came out And then over the past couple of years Like I've been Listening to it every now and again Was the um I forget exactly what it's called, but the Orpheus Project, the Orpheus and the Sirens, or the, um, it's under, it's under Hermit and the Recluse. Yeah, it's something like that. So, the, yeah, the, so it's a different album, sorry, it's a different artist title, and then I think the, the album is called Orpheus, but, um, or Orpheus versus the Sirens, but I thought that kind of ran a little similarly to this, like in my first listen. Um, that it's based around, you know, like a, a biblical theme basically. And it's kind of, you know, played in and out or not biblical, but obviously like mythology for this previous one. But, um, and, uh, it's like, you know, one long metaphor that, that he's going for. But, um, in listening to this, I thought at first this was going to be the project I liked less than the Orpheus project, but uh, I'm thinking I'm kind of sorely mistaken now with that. So, Trent, how much have you listened to that Orpheus project, or have you? Um, I I've like skimmed it just after listening to this. Um, but like the only project that I really like checked out other than this prior was the like I think it's called I think it's called Grief something Grief Pedigree from like 2012 or 13 or something and that I mean I just like I just knew of that album because like just through like trying to sample shit yeah like I just came across people like like tracks that sampled other tracks from that album and so I like um I'm not super familiar with Cobb but then everyone started freaking out about it and obligatory so I went and listened to this and then I skim the orpheus shit so i haven't been like super familiar with that cool man well what do you think about this project on its face descendants yeah oh man it's like it's great i put it on at work and it just bummed everybody out (laughs) (laughs) everyone was like yo what is this i was like i'm sorry if it's not good i'll turn it off they're like no it's great but it's just a fucking bummer like (laughs) um but I, i think it's awesome i mean like there's not a lot of room in like uh in a casual hip-hop listeners time in his day to like check out this kind of music but i think that it's super valuable to like understanding other artists that might be like tangent tangibly related to ka yeah like rock marciano is like the one that comes to mind obviously on like every one of his projects and i feel like enough people know rock but like, I feel like you get more out of Rob Marciano if you listen to Ka. Like, I feel like there's a give and take there. And, so, and like, the 
Rock Marciano verse that's on this album is not your everyday it's Rock Marciano yeah. verse. Oh, dude, it's nasty. I think so, I so think good. that's definitely worth pointing out that uh, for someone who has a lot of really amazing verses, this one took it to a different level. I didn't know that he was gonna go introspective like that. Um, <clears throat> I really appreciated for this project um, how short it is like did you realize that this is just a 36 minute little thing like or 33 minutes even um this album's like six minutes longer than kids see ghosts (laughs) yeah no i didn't think about that because it's so dense but like in like a real it's so i hate to like use the word dense because i feel like people will like automatically assume that to be like kind of a knock on something mm-hmm. it's like oh it's, it's hard to get through but no it's like dense in like uh like it, it's a kind of album you makes you want to like sit down and like yeah what the fuck they're saying like, and you don't you, I, again i was totally under the impression that we were over 40 minutes or 45 yeah. minutes we were trending up towards an hour of music and it's really only 33 minutes so that's interesting because we have that critique for some albums where they're short albums that feel like long albums but somehow this is a short album that in a great way feels like a longer album and i i would i would say the same thing actually now that i, I just randomly brought up kids see ghosts but i i would say the same thing at this at at the time when i first heard kids see ghosts was when I was finished I was like damn that was only 26 minutes or something like that like you know it, it felt like they packed a lot in there uh, but yeah I think it's like the the word mileage or just like the right. amount of like I mean dude he doesn't waste a fucking dot of ink I feel like on this right and it's not like he's like I'm like not trying to like bring it down a notch or anything but it's not like it's the most like dynamic like flow or like cadence or anything like he's pretty much doing the same thing on every track yeah 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 but it's kind of like i mean it's good to use that uh the uh mythology analogy because if you're reading a book like like uh the odyssey or you're Uh reading a book like uh the iliad or something it's like if you're if you're interested in that there it's it hooks you not because it's like the most dynamic amazing writing of all time but because the story there is so like is so dynamic and like plentiful and juicy mm-hmm. that like it makes you want to flip the page and that those are in prose another like weird correlation is those are all in prose which have a you know they're at a yeah. heartbeat um uh tempo and then this thing is like in its own kind of prose in a way there's a lot of like cool nuances in this project that it's going to be hard to kind of convince more people to listen to it, but I think it's worth it, man. Yeah, it's got like a real particular, like I, I don't feel like I could just, as good as it is, I don't really feel like I could uh, just send it to people that don't already hear this kind of music anyways, you know, like the cause of Rock Marcianos or even like a West Side Gun or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you like West Side Gun, you know, I don't think that guarantees that you're going to like this. Like, this right. is completely different. This is like more so music you listen on your own time. Yeah. But I mean, you can still put it on and see who's interested. Yeah, I think there's some... I'm kind of actually torn between that because I feel like there are some parts of this album where it's 
it's really just really pretty, really beautiful. Like I think this song and the sample, I think this, the samples on this project, there's a few of them that it's like, dude, I could probably put this on for most people and they would think this is cool. But as far as like, yeah, trying to show someone the entire project mm-hmm. or get them into Ka or something, um, right. you know, it's, I don't really necessarily feel that way. I feel like, um, and I haven't listened to all the Ka projects, but I feel like this is probably that one that it would be a little bit easier to turn people on to than, <coughs> say, Honor Killed the Samurai or Grief Pedigree. Um, did, I, I didn't know about his whole fire, like, he's a, I didn't know about this whole story about him being a, a, a fire chief in New York. I don't know if you yeah, caught that. I didn't know that. Did you, did you catch what we were put like what uh, Nation was saying in the chat? Yeah, that he was like a like the Times or something wrote some shit about him like being like anti cop, firefighter. Shut up, bro. It don't Firefighter like, rapper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, apparently, Ka is or was at one time uh, a firefighter in New York that had like worked to being the chief of the fire of whatever fire chief so um and i guess it was he had started rapping you know in the 2000s up until a point that he stopped and then you know started this line of work and then it wasn't until he came back on a feature on the on a jizza album pro tools 2008 that this guy started to come back and started making projects again and so Ironworks comes out in 2011, Grief Pedigree in 2012, 13, Knight's Gambit, Honor Killed the Samurai in 2016. I guess during this whole time, <coughs> he's been uh, doing both. And uh, yeah, you would be right to assume that he's not really like pro-cops or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you could tell that by the content of his music. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. I mean, clearly, clearly very, very intelligent and talented person and writer uh that you're hearing here so that just kind of made me appreciate this again on another like 360 level like okay whoa there's this whole story about this person that <clears throat> doesn't even make its way into this uh very interesting album that he put out but again surprised at the fact that all these songs are under four minutes you know every one of these songs is two to three minutes long but again you know just like the album Everything just feels kind of packed in. Again, he really makes good use of his words. And then the samples, you know, while they are great, they're pretty straightforward and simple. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he produced the whole thing himself, too, which I just like. I like when it, when an artist um, puts so much effort into both sides of that craft where yeah. it's like clearly like he's got bars. Like there's no like, and you just like, you don't even really have to like dig down and listen to what he's saying to know he's saying something important. But like the the samples too, they're not like anything where you'd be like, oh shit, like that, that was crazy. Like that flip was crazy. Yeah. But they do just enough to give him like a, a platform to say what he's saying. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's honestly like one of the most balanced, like, it's it's hard to like like i said it's gonna be hard to get people to listen to it when you do listen to it it's so easy to listen to yeah and that's the thing i love about it i can turn it on and have it on yeah 
Um, and yeah, you're right. They, they do give him like the right starting point, you know, like that, that last, uh, sample we were listening to right there. I feel like that's a really great starting point for Mm -hmm. the song that he was trying to write there. Mm -hmm. Um, always got to give props to someone who, yeah, is producing and writing, you know, both sides of the music. <clears throat> no features on here except for that Rock Marcy one, just like a lot of his other projects. Um, Yeah, I don't want to really like hype this up too much, but this will definitely be up there for me in terms of albums of the year. Like this is going to give me some strong reconsideration for where exactly my rap album of the year lies at this current time. I feel the same way. Yeah, I wasn't really. Ex- I was expecting to like this album. I was excited about this album, and I almost bought it when, for a week, it was out and it was just for sale and not on streaming. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I was. I was still surprised. I was still surprised at how much I ended up enjoying it. And like Trent said, like how easy of a listen it is past a certain point. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really. I don't have, oh, I was going to say, I don't even, I haven't even gotten into the realm of like, like our buddy nation who we all know is, is cool with Jalen. Uh, our buddy nation, he's been like hitting the genius, you know, deep dives on the lyrics on this album. And I haven't even gotten there yet. And neither, neither is Pax, obviously, like you said, you know, you don't even really need to jump down into the lyrics that far to appreciate the density of those lyrics and the potency of those lyrics as they pertain to the songs. Um, but nation's kind of coming back with this, like, damn, like every time he deep deep dives, he's, his mind's kind of blown, you know, he's like, so even when you take it to that level, it could still be really enjoyable. And I feel like for Ka, it was important for him to make a record that on several different levels, you could appreciate it. And not just for the fact that it's dense or it's, you know, wordy or that you know it's it, it it runs the way that it runs it makes me rethink an album like uh like lupe's last album uh because i thought that album was so cool and dense and had so much meaning and you know again didn't didn't waste a lot of its words but then i mean that that thing was like way over an hour long that thing was way out there uh and i feel like an album like this you know accomplishes a lot logistically and metaphorically uh and then like i said 33 minutes of music so that's another reason why i kind of go back to the project because it's kind of like every time i listen i get something new that i did not catch yeah so i always keep on playing the tracks again and i just always catch little bars every here and there Mm -hmm. that that is my number one sign of not just a good album a great album something that you know two weeks from now a month from now obviously we're not that far out but kind of every time that you listen to it like you catch something new and you know maybe if you listen to it a month from today you know if, if, you, if you're finding yourself still catching something new out of it like that's i think that says a lot that was the thing that got me about to pimp a butterfly for the longest time was like you know i would go years listening to that record and it still would just like i would not notice certain things about it uh i love love that that's like my favorite project of all time vinyl and everything i got it i don't have the vinyl i should i'm a fake fan (laughs) 
Hey, uh, real quick, we halfway through, but I do got to give a shout out to Adam the Arab. Shout out Adam the Arab because he was he conspired with my with with my girlfriend Destiny to get me uh, the Childish Gambino "Awaken My Love" record on vinyl, and he threw Ooh. in a "Crit Was Here" vinyl. Yo, Adam, right? Boy. What a <laughs> homie! Came in with the. The Best Buy plugs. <laughs> so shout out him. Shout out my girl, obviously, but I just randomly thought of that. Uh, before we get into Moses Sumney and um, Charlie XCX, I did think the new Tory Lane single, randomly, was really good. This is the first single he's dropped on his own umbrella uh, record label. And... Um, yeah, shout out to him. Owns all his own masters. <laughs> Owns all of his music somehow. Got out of like, you know, he was signed to one of those big record labels like Interscope or something or Universal or whatever. And somehow got away with all his own ownership and now is on, like putting out music when he wants. Tory Lanez is pretty big, so I think that's, that's a little unprecedented, I think, for someone like his caliber, you know, fame. Yeah, he's like the... He's like on the same grind that like Russ is on, only I like Toy Lane. <laughs> like yeah. I respect yeah. it a little more. <laughs> I respect Russ. I'm not gonna like say I don't respect him. <laughs> I just can't stand his music. I'm in the same boat with you on that one, Pax. Thank you. Yeah, Dev, beginning of the year. This is still my this is still I took it down in my notes as like it's gonna be Dev's worst take of the year. My he, said, he said he said, I'm going I'm to listen to Russ this year. I'm going to be into Russ this year. I was like, no, you're not. Are you listening to Russ at all, bro? I, 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 yeah, I have. <laughs> I, I said, I'm putting water under the bridge with Russ. I said, I said all that is behind me. I don't want to carry all that hate on me anymore. It's 2020. I didn't realize what kind of year we was about to have. I didn't realize I was yeah, going to be bro, occupied with other things. You picked, you picked the wrong year. I, I did pick the wrong year. I haven't had time <laughs> to really like patch my relationship up with Russ the way I would like, but... <laughs> Alas, yeah, I would uh, I would suggest this record to you again. I, I was a Tory Lanez fan a long time ago, like a long, long time ago, and this is one of the first songs in a long time that I think I'm gonna like throw in a playlist and keep in rotation for a while. And it's cool to yeah. see that this is like the first song he released when he's finally doing literally his own thing. So the next song that comes out, I'm gonna check that out too, see if it's any good. Uh, random Chief Keef projects those drop like once every two weeks so um, you know just giving you a bi-weekly Chief Keef update there's a there's two new uh, there's, there's two new Rico Nasty songs one is on the Scooby Doo soundtrack you know there's that new that new Scoob is out you know what I'm talking about well, I'm with the shits bro I know you with the shits I know you know <laughs> I know you know <laughs> uh but that's out and then idk has a new song out with like a few people it's like a posse cut but rico nasty is the only person on it that i've heard of um there's a new blue and planet asia track that's cool along with an apollo brown and black thought song that's with a a, a, a female mc che noir that i'm not aware of so i got suggested to this on my release radar just from apollo brown and black thought having been on there um yeah that one's cool it's it's boom bappy you know um pretty straight straight to the point there 
and uh, a reason and Schoolboy Q song came out. And oh yeah, I wanted to get to these fucking um, these uh, slow tie songs. We played this at the beginning, and Jalen was like, "I saw Jalen getting a little shimmy onto it." Slow tie is like I don't know. It's there's something about him. I definitely liked his. Uh, Mm -hmm. there's something about slow tie that's kind of like i don't know he's pretty out of left field and my one my one big point out about these songs is that they're all pretty rambunctious they're all pretty like full of energy um obviously this is one of those kenny beats tracks it's just like throwing around the bass and whatnot so i think those songs are great for him you know i think he has a really like on on his own you know his voice and his diction is is really cool uh and his attitude is really cool but i think when he pairs with something like this you know it really does go a long way to enhance the wackiness of his voice and whatnot when he's got something that he can just kind of go crazy on like this I just I'm thinking of this like in a concert and I know this would smack my fucking head off at a concert so I would like to see him do a little bit more of this you know I thought the the nothing great about Britain project had a lot of interesting different things going on but I would like to see him do a project where it's pretty like balls to the wall full of energy it's loud it's rambunctious it's really rebellious which you know nothing great about britain is that way but you know just like focus in on it um but yeah there's three songs out so one's called magic this is all on the new music monday by dev demolino spotify playlist you can check it out it's all on there but the first song that we're listening to right now is magic there's another one called enemy and then there is a third one called um Something else. Shit, man. I don't know. Uh, BB. Body bag. It's called body bag. There you go. All right. We, we already did future. Future can chill. Um, there's a trippy red and party next door song that is god awful. And I know I have caped for them both at different times. Uh, <laughs> so this one's on me, guys. I'm very sorry that this happened. I feel like this this happened because I like trippy red and I like party next door. Uh, but this was this was god awful. Uh, it's on the playlist if you want to listen to it, but I suggest you don't. <clears throat> I mean, the ladies been going on Instagram, sharing it. Nah, they need to stop. This song is horrible. <laughs> this song is so bad. And I again, I'm not even like I would totally I would call it like I see it. I would tell you if I really liked it, but that is bad. Uh, Charlie XCX or Moses Sumney? Which one do you want to go first? They're both going to be quick. Go Charlie first. All right. Charlie, I, I like Charlie, but I'm like a semi-recent, you know, I'm not like, I just started listening to Charlie last year with the last album. Uh, Jalen, did you check this out? Are you a are you a Charlie XCX fan? Look, I, I checked it out this morning before y'all spoke. <laughs> oh, okay, he was doing his homework. Listen to the whole thing. I think I like one song, but overall, I'm not really a fan of her and her music. She's cute though, but I, I can't. I'm, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. That's where you didn't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I gave it a listen. It's, it's all right. It's just not my style of music. Word. Uh, 
I was I dude I tried to listen to this yesterday because I saw Ant, like we we were gonna listen to it so we could talk about it, but then I saw Anth give it a five out of five on his new music releases. Oh yeah. And I was like, all right, is that good <laughs> shit? I'll, I'll jump on that. Mm-hmm. And then I listened the first two tracks. I was like, not five out I'm of five. Not, I, I'm not. <laughs> not. I don't think I can even finish this. And I like Charlie X. Yes, like I love. Mm-hmm. I liked her project last year. What are those first two songs? Oh, this one that we're listening to right now in Pink Diamond. I thought they were both just like kind of ass. Then, so I stopped listening to it right then. I was like, I'm just not, I'll figure it out. I'll figure something out. And then I went back and listened to it again. And the rest of the project is awesome. Like, I really like it. Oh, so you had a big turnaround after the first couple songs. I had a big turnaround. That's still Ah. on the same, I'm on the same wave with the first two songs. I'm not about them. But, the latter half, like the last like four tracks, those are some those are some good shit, man. It's like as far as pop music goes, it's kind of the same thing with the Sawayama, the Rena project. It's yeah. like I just like that people are doing weird shit with pop now. And like, even though it's not really like always my favorite thing, like I could totally see why like uh like how somebody could come from like listening to like one of those drain gang dudes. And then come listen to this and be like, yeah, I can see that. Like, I, I can get into this. And that that part of it, I'm like, nah, I'm not about that. But <laughs> but like the, the pure pop aspects and stuff, those are really cool. And like the little twist she does is pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, I think she's really throwing something into the pop spectrum that, you know, wasn't necessarily there. Or at least, you know, to the level of popularity that she has been doing it. You know, I don't think that there's been an artist... <clears throat> like her before her mm-hmm. so i think that's cool there's definitely you know it's, it's definitely a very original project and so was uh the project before it how did you feel about uh n- charlie is it just called charlie it's just called charlie yeah the charlie oh, I re- I re- charlie I really album like charlie not really as much like of a big album. fan no i i really like that okay okay cool yeah that was that project i was like okay i I can, I can see why people are putting stock into Charlie XCX yeah. because, you know, actually she's been around longer than I thought, but I just like didn't care about pop music at all up until like last year. And then... Well, and I thought she was like, just like a trash pop yeah. act, you know? I thought it was just like, yeah. like anything else I would hear on the radio and wouldn't care about. I, did, I had no reason to think she was any more than just like a regular pop singer. Right. But then I, I listened to that project and I was like, oh, I'll put stock in Charlie XCX. And then I've kind of just been like looking forward to anything she puts out. I'm not like always about it. Like there's definitely some stuff that I'm like, Yo, this is bad. Like mm-hmm. bad, bad. But I, after listening to that whole pro, this whole project, like it, it's a real, I, I don't think it's a five out of five. It might be tripping a little bit, but <laughs> it's good. It's real good. <laughs> um, Yeah. I'm, that's, that's really it that's really it <laughs> here's my take no and I, it, well, oh, go ahead no, you can finish ahead. finish no i was just gonna say like this is the fact that it's it's not your taste is like that's fine i thought that kehlani was pretty bad like but that's just because it really wasn't my cup of tea like i don't care about that. like that kind of r&b is like my least yeah. the least interesting kind of r&b to me i don't blame you I, like i said i'm just i only only i only Based the Kalani thing off of what people have been saying. I ain't really checked the right. Mm-hmm. right. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and to be fair, I do a lot of that too. Like, you know, I 
as much as I like to have an individual opinion, like I have to hear what my friends think about some music. Yeah, I I really do. And I'm totally okay with like, you know, seeing an album or listening to an album, like almost vicariously through like, well, what would, what would Trent like about this? Or what would Smythe like about this? Especially if it's an Mm. album that they put me onto and it was something that they came into contact with and I I didn't, you know, I, I hadn't heard of this or something like that. So, um, yeah, you know, Charlie XCX, it wasn't until like nation really like was like, Oh, I love the Charlie album that I really thought to put much stock into Charlie, you know, Mm -hmm. even though I knew like Fantano loved that album or whatnot. But, um, so yeah, I'm with y'all. Like I, like that part matters to me too. I like to hear what people generally think about it because with the Kalani thing, I'm like, yeah, same you know like i don't really like i don't really love any of this so there's a couple songs on here that i love and most of it is really just okay but i know for people that routinely keep up on this kind of music you know this is the cream that rises to the top you know for them so i feel like that that matters you know so definitely give that props but with this album my final take with 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 how i'm feeling now the charlie xcx project um i think it's cool that she's not super satisfied with charlie and is dropping something that takes up a a slightly different note um you know just some months after charlie came out and charlie was you know like kind of this 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 kind of it was a big record for her it felt like um Mm -hmm. felt like it was a big deal for her and uh you would think maybe she might let it simmer for a year or two years or something like that but she's right back with something a little bit more just like throwing ideas at the wall and uh i gave her props we kind of already said you know to her like creative nature um and she deserves a lot of respect for that um but my final take on it is i think this is just okay like charlie you know i didn't fall in love with it um and i'm not saying that that still can't happen but charlie is a little longer than i want it to be and it's also a little bit more universally poppy than I really care for. So there are some really catchy songs that I love. And that doesn't matter how poppy they are. But when it's not a song that immediately catches my ear and then it's, you know, as glitzy as she makes it. Those are the kind of songs that fall off for me here. And then this album is goes to a, I think, more more volatile state or a more experimental state if you want to use that word but it's shorter and there are less songs that you know there are less songs for me to catch on with as opposed to charlie has like quite a bit of songs so of course i'm gonna catch a few out of there this one has songs that i like but it's mostly been the feature or sorry the, the singles and it's overall shorter it's a shorter project so you know, the more songs that I don't like, I think the more weight they carry. And so while I like the direction that this one goes in, I don't feel like it's any any that much better than, than the 2019 album. So for both of them, you know, I'm just kind of sitting at this like real three out of five kind of space. Cool. Some of the songs are great. Like I genuinely love Forever and I genuinely loved... Um, claws but again both, mm-hmm. both singles 
and I was hoping to get like a deep cut or two off of here that would really resonate with me. Hasn't happened yet, not saying it won't happen. Yeah. Is that all we got yeah, on Charlie? That's all I got, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what you're hearing is the Moses Sumney album, Grey, which has been released in two parts. So I believe we covered... Actually, maybe not, because I was in... Uh, this is around one of the times I went to, on vacation that this album, the first half of it came out. But sometime in February or something, um, he dropped the first half of the album, which is 11 songs, and then threw another eight on the back end uh, with <clears throat> the second half that dropped this weekend. So the song that you're listening to right now is the last song of that first half. And then we're going to get into that, that second disc, if you will. Um, what do you think about an artist that releases his album in two parts as opposed to advertising it like these are two albums or two discs or like what do you think about this rollout? Because I haven't seen it done quite the way he decided to do it. What do you think about this as a rollout as, as just a listener and a potential fan? Like, would you rather just have the whole album at once, or does this add some kind of novelty to it? I feel like a few people could do it, depending on, like, it's just all about execution at the end of the day. But I really, I'm a person that likes stuff as a whole, and something that's not too long. So if you're breaking it into two parts, and I have to count it as a whole, it's just like, I don't know, it's weird. It's just about execution at the end of the day. I feel like not every artist could do it, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, and oh, I, yeah. I think there are some artists out there that I don't have one off the top of my head, but could do this concept in an interesting way. I just don't know if the the reason why it was released in two parts has been conveyed to me. Like, I feel like I would have to do. A, I would think I would have to like Google that to find out why he did that, as opposed to it doesn't just yeah. say it in the album to me when I listen. Well, I mean. The- the first thing that comes to mind when like I see something like this, which I don't think is the case here, but we talked about it like briefly with the with the nav shit, is just like streaming. Like you're just trying to stream, trying to get double streams on one part of your album. You're trying to like, give one album the same first week excitement. Yeah. Or two first so, weeks. I I don't think that's the case here because that just doesn't strike me as something that most of somebody would be caring about. But well, the other thing that I think it is is that you don't want you have a lot of music you want to put out, but you don't want to sound too redundant by putting it all out at once. So like if, cause this would be what? 20 tracks, 20 tracks at an hour and five minutes. Yeah. It's like, if he had put this all out in February or all out right now, I don't know. I probably wouldn't want to sit through the whole thing. Not that it's a bad album. It's just like, it's a slow album and it's, it's very, uh, there's a lot going on but it's not like in your face about it but like the fact that he put you know the first part out in february i gave that a good listen and i and i retained that and now the second part i'm gonna give that a good listen and retain that yeah and then i have a full idea of what the entire album is gonna come out being to me but and that i think is probably more the case here where it's just like i don't know it he he seems like an artist who knows himself and knows his audience and like the redundancy of an album isn't always a bad thing as long as you know, like you said, Jalen, like executing it well, that doesn't necessarily mean like redundancy is a bad thing. It's just like 
you got you got a sound to you. Like if Daniel Caesar put out a twenty track album, I don't know. I'd want to listen to that. Yeah, but, yeah. But if he put out two ten track albums within like a couple months of each other, I'd probably listen to both. Yeah, I think that's a, actually that is a really interesting person that you brought up because Daniel Caesar has a couple projects out that we really like. Um, or at least I'll speak for myself. I pretty much love them both. Um, I'm somewhere on the cusp of really liking and loving both of those albums. I think he has two really, really solid projects, but if he wanted to drop 20 songs, yeah, like that just doesn't even sound right coming from a Daniel Caesar. Um, and it doesn't for most people and granted, you know, some of these songs are just a minute minute 22 seconds 49 seconds like an interlude so there's a couple of those in here it's not like straight up 20 songs but uh yeah i think moses sumney is naturally the more interesting artist for something like that because the thing that i identify with moses is music is his voice i think he does like vocal not acrobatics but you know the thing i kept describing this album to myself as and what i really wanted with this album what i thought would make this a a really good album is i just want to be trapped in a room (laughs) with moses's voices if you get what i'm saying like when it comes down to these songs like they can be minimal they can have you know some background but like on a song like this it doesn't need a lot because i think his voice stands out so much i want to be trapped in a room proverbially speaking with Moses's voice and and just kind of watch the background move as it does and watch him do his thing and um definitely on some of the songs that I've heard on here I've gotten that um but it is a longer project and uh it has been hard for me to go back and re-identify with more than a few songs I have like four or five songs that I know to come back to and I'm trying to discern all the other songs from those five that I really like. But again, incredible voice. Incredible upper yeah. register head voice. Um, very fun to listen to. And on a song like this, I mean, it's just like, again, you don't need much. It can be acoustic. It could be totally stripped back. It could be, you know, totally atmospheric while he just, you know, like his voice just pierces through the the song so um it's definitely not without strong moments and i think i'm still i'm still kind of simmering on this uh, particularly this second half <clears throat> yeah um were there any songs off the top of your head that were standouts um <clears throat> On the second half, I, I really liked the first like three songs. Like they, they, it yeah. started off the second half real well for me, and then th- the next couple songs, like they're not like you said, they're not bad. They're not, they're, but it is kind of hard to find a memorable track. Yeah. In a, hey, in you know what's interesting album. about this this album is I think it has songs. I, I'm sure you heard albums where there are songs that you that you there's tons of songs that you like, but um songs have moments that you don't like or love and then they do have song or they do have moments that you that kind of make the song worth it Mm -hmm. so the example in this uh particular project would be me in 20 years which was the single um 
that kind of turns at the end into one of those moments where again it's really just like all about his voice and so i love that really rewarding end to it and the beginning part of that song isn't my favorite but i keep listening to it for that second half um so this is one of those music this is one of those albums where i feel like breaking the music down into runtime and like how how much good runtime out of these 65 minutes do i have and um I don't know. This another project where I feel like half to a little more than half of it is like really dope. Like I would say about 35 to 40 minutes of this is pretty dope. Yeah. I feel bad because I didn't get to listen to this, which I'll make it sound so dope. Now I have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of it's, those things. It's like, it's a little, you know, it's a little beyond me at, at times. You know, I think he's so talented and unique that, um, you know, when I don't right out of the gate, love it, you know, I'm kind of wondering like, okay, well, what am I not, what am I kind of missing about it? And I feel like I'm in that space. Like, am I missing something about it? Or is this just like, you know, what's in these songs doesn't necessarily speak to me right now. And that's why I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I like a lot of it. And at the same time, I can't get over that threshold of like, I love this album and I know exactly what it is about this album that I love. I would feel like the Eve's tumor record from earlier this year is one of those ones where it challenged me in some ways, but the qualities I liked about it were very clear, very like upfront, you know, I'm like this smacks it's, it's, you know, again, I don't want to necessarily use the word slower in like a, a bad way, but you do have some five minute songs on here. You do have like a six minute song on here basically. And you know, there's there's ideas that come and go, and some are like longer, some are shorter. This thing kind of takes different shapes and sizes. Um, I'll definitely keep listening to it, but for right now, um, I don't have my thumb down all the way on it about how I feel about it. Word. That is Moses Sumney. Let's do a trance tourney and pretty much peace out of here we got to do a shorter episode since we was having some technical difficulties on early on but i'm glad we didn't have to do this tonight i like being yeah, done I'm, with the I'm podcast before 10 look I, it's not even 10 o'clock we're gonna be done like what am i gonna do with all my day <laughs> <clears throat> um all right trans attorneys time this one's gonna be pretty different so forgive us if we don't actually know what we're doing a little on the fly here but new music monday 100 came out this past week uh, i've been doing new music monday for like two years now is the instagram story you see me post on mondays uh that then turned into the idea for this podcast and so you know some time ago like I don't know, by episode 20 or something like that, I started adding covers to the New Music Monday. It used to just be something a lot uglier. Uh, but then I just started picking stuff off of... I, mean, I just pick all these pictures off of fucking Tumblr usually. And all these have been done on my phone up until New Music Monday 100 was the first one I did on the computer, actually. I, I probably will start doing these on the computer now, but... Um, yeah, I just wanted to appreciate uh, the cool little project I've been working on all this time and drop a little moan prefer on, uh, you know, my favorite covers that I've dropped so far. I just picked 16 out of like 75 of them, which is it was a little hard to whittle them down, though there were some clear favorites. 
Uh, but these are just 16 of my favorites. I'm going to describe them, and then me and Trent are going to pick them. So let's start with New Music Monday 100. I thought this was a cool... Uh, <clears throat> I thought this was... Again, one of the first ones I had done on the computer, so I got to do it with some level of precision. Uh, I used a Quelle Chris song on here um, called Popeye. And this is like a Japanese kind of flowery downward river picture. It looks tight. Second one is um, Silver Surfer. Like, multi-paneled black and white silver surfer thing going on there and that's got like a really fire that one's one of my favorites i'm not gonna lie and that one's got uh a knowledge track on it it's a remix it's a no worries remix um again we talk about we bring up this this remix album and that it's fire but uh that one's called i don't remember well super cool beat i feel like that one fits really well with the cover too um this one while it didn't take a lot of my like artistic merit, I just liked that I had used a a movie for this one. Uh, but one of these is a shot from Jake Gyllenhaal standing in the sta- the you know the circular stairwell from um, Nightcrawler. Great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, and that one's got uh, oh yeah, Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted. Which is a fucking cut. Yeah, you know I'm gonna put on a Billy Idol song right fucking now. Try to play with me, bro. It was fucking come on. This is New Music Monday, baby. Uh and then after that is um like version one or version two, uh uh Frieza stomping on Gohan's head. Epic scene. Epic scene, yeah, yeah. I threw up some uh Japanese some Japanese uh Kanji and Katakana it says New Music Monday on it. And it's got my name on it. That's got uh, silk, fucking silk Money. In the silk back. Money. My partner. Uh, that's a really fire song, too. That's that's, that's another one of my one. top favorites there. Uh, after that is Gorilla's Dare over the... Um, I don't know. What's, what is this? I'm looking at this, like, Moebius, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, yeah multicolored looking uh, he almost looks like a like a like he's made out of silver surfer yeah he looks like he's made out of that same shit <laughs> the next one is a uh, without warning song um ghostface killers offset and it just had a dog on it i remember this like this dog made me think of the dogs that are on that cover mm-hmm I thought that would that would probably fit. God damn, this Billie Eilish song is so far. This is the best Billie Eilish song, by the way. <clears throat> After that, incredibly fire song, God's With Me, over, I don't know, some, you know, solemnly, you know, lonely-looking skull staring off into the sun or the night or whatever. And it's got God's With Me mic on there. Uh, gives me kind of depressed vibes, actually. Um, and then, and then, and then after that, we got, let's see, Gohan and Krillin staring off into the sunset and listening to Chuck Stranders like, oh, I'll fuck you up. No, no, you can't, you know, uh, on the song Fresh. It's fire intro. We got this random, 
uh, robot guy with an R on his forehead. This is probably a... Sometimes I pick things from references that I don't really understand. This might just have come from something I don't... I just don't know what it is. But I thought it was pretty tight. I put Earl's Riot over it. And, you know, when you guys are voting on these, when you see these on our stories... The criteria for which I want you guys to vote, it doesn't fucking matter. If you like the song, it, whatever is like, oh, I love that song, or oh, I love that picture, or oh, I love the text that he used, or oh, I love whatever about it. You, you know, it's like, <clears throat> we can be totally arbitrary with this one, since sometimes that happens with our tournaments anyways. What else do I got here? Like, uh... This this almost reminds me of like when you're looking at that logic cover. Yeah. And there's just like a ton of stuff and it all looks like biblical or old or you know, six, Sistine Chapel-esque. Uh I put some some West Side Gun over that Amherst Station classic. Next one, um I got this uh this this is one of those pictures that instantly made me think of the song. So, like, when I saw this picture, I thought of Paranoid by Kanye West. Uh, and the color palette. All this purple and light blue and, and pink and shit. I don't know. What does this person look like they're doing? Oh, it says, I don't care in the more in, anymore in the back? I don't know. Fire color palette. Goes nicely with the song. After that, I have this, uh, what is that, Mitsubishi? Is that the Mitsubishi mm. logo? So, Suzuki? Suzuki. Maybe. A tall oh, building. Oh, yeah. A tall building with that logo on top of it. Uh, <clears throat> again, just like... Oh, what song do I have over there? Solange, Alameda. Alameda by Solange. Alameda, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good one. I yeah. like that one. Uh, I have doves in the wind over this post uh, with a lady there standing looking gorgeous. Uh, cool colors in this one. Black with like a white like to all the way to a blue. Um, I don't know if you can see this, but this is like my... I, I, I got to crown this as like my coolest color grading like in a, in a text post. Like somehow I got the 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 colors that i got the gradient to look exactly how it looks in the picture this was one of the things i thought was cool about this one it was a cool detail in it uh then i got a mob deep song over the punisher pointing some guns at at you uh at you the viewer he's got a bunch of red dots all over him and whatnot i thought that one went pretty hard another song that i thought matched really well with the picture what the fuck i don't want to listen to janae aiko just wanted Billie Eilish. Then we also got uh, Brockhampton, 1999 Wildfire, over a picture of SpongeBob realizing that Squidward does, in fact, like Krabby Patties. <laughs> it's like, one like of the Krabby Patties, <laughs> OG Squidward. <laughs> That's got to be like one of the most vivid things. Like if you yeah. ask me to think about a scene from SpongeBob, that might be the first one that I think about. And then uh, we, the last one is one of my earliest ones. Uh, episode 24 a lot of these were like from 65 to 100 so i picked a lot of the later ones because i thought you know I, i'm probably getting better at this as i go along but there's one from a long time ago episode 24 uh that's got a guy from 
Mob Psycho 100, which I don't know if you guys know. That's yeah. an anime. He's got really, really, really tall hair. And in that hair, I wrote New Music Monday. And let's see, that's got De La Soul on it. That's got De La Soul, me, me myself, and I. So, Trent, I don't know how you want to go about uh, picking these, but like I said, completely arbitrary de- decision. Pick them whether you like the art that's on them or the song that I chose or both or literally any reason at all. Yeah, I'm just going straight favorites on these. Right. Yeah, man. You want me to I'll let first? you go first. I, I want that. I want that Solange Almeida with the Mitsubishi logo. I love that. Have we confirmed that it's the Mitsubishi logo? I don't know. I, don't I think know it's the Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi logo. I think it is. I got a computer right here in front of me. <laughs> I'm going to go to this place called Google and I'm going to type in Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi yeah, Motors. It's Mitsubishi. Boom. Yeah. There we go. Put that to rest. It was really was really going to bug me. Um I'm going to go with Silk Money my partner them 86 episode 86 Frieza uh standing on Gohan's head. Mhm. All, right, All right, I want that uh I want that uh episode 94 the no worries yes. silver surfer. I knew you would take it from me, but that's a great one. Yeah. <clears throat> um I'll go episode 100 Quelle Chris Popeyes. Okay. Since you got the other the other Dragon Ball, I'm taking the whatever episode with the Chuck Strangers. That episode is eight. so fire. That's that's really yeah. one of my top five on here. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go with the Mike. God's with me, 82. I'll go. I'll go with the the West Side Gun. Uh, yep, that episode one is, seventy-four. That one is strong. I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's go with. Um, oh, Earl Riot, Earl Riot, the robot. All right, I want. Episode 70, the SZA, Doves in the Wind. Great pick. The Fire Gradient. I'm telling you, man, you look at that gradient, man. That, 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 I don't know how I got it so so gradient-y. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, go with the Billie Eilish. Give me Jake okay. Gyllenhaal. My boy Jake. Um, I, I want that... Uh, what episode is that? Eighty-four. The gorillas dare. Coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's dad. Oh, yeah, that's fire. Uh, let's go. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go. Um, Kanye West paranoid. I think we. I think all of the top ones have been taken. I think we're down to. Quiet Storm, 1999, Wildfire, Me, Myself, and I. And Offset, Offset, Ghostface Killers. Uh, I'll take the um, SpongeBob. (laughs) SpongeBob. I'll take the Offset, Ghostface Killers. Okay, so that leaves 
1999 Wildfire Soul. and De La Soul, me, myself, and I. Oh, no, wait, you t- t- just took that. Sorry. Mob Deep, Quiet Storm, The Punisher, oh, yeah. and De La Soul, Mob, so- Mob Psycho 100. I'll take the Mob Deep. Is it Mob Deep or is it Mob Psycho 100? You know, it's like. <laughs> it's All <mom>. right. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, I got just in songs. I got Popeye. I got Billie Eilish. I got Silk Money. I got Offset. I got Mike. I got Earl. I got uh, Kanye uh, and De La Soul. And you got Brockhampton, yeah. Mob Deep, SZA, Solange, West Side Gun. Chuck Strangers, mm, gorillas. gorillas, and no worries. No worries. Yeah. I think both of ours are pretty fire, but Trent, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of fucking with your half a little more than I'm fucking with my own. I'm just fucking with that Silver Surfer one. I think the that Silver might, Surfer one that is That might dumb be the key, bro. That is <laughs> dumb hard. Um, Jalen, real quick, you got to weigh in. You got to weigh in on who won that. Uh, I feel like, yo, Debbie, low key, you, you kind of, I kind of like yours though, low key, low That's what key, I'm talking about right there, low key, low key. Well, we'll That's find fair. out, we'll find out high key, uh, when we do this starting <laughs> on Wednesday. We'll see. We'll, we'll just let the people vote. So, uh, Trent's got a dip. Trent's got a dip. That's I'm gonna great. let you go. Uh, I'll wrap up the end of the show. Thanks as always, and I can't yeah, wait. Bro to uh i can't wait to win this tourney bro (laughs) (laughs) word 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 all right uh thank you for having me as always jalen it was dope to meet you bro to meet you too have a good day at work don't stress yourself all right thanks bro don't do it Uh, yeah i'll take it easy all right peace bro uh jalen um i mean i don't really got anything else that we like need to take care of so, you know, I'll just ask you, man, how you have been during quarantine. <laughs> I hate my job 10 times more than I did before because my job is always packed. Yeah. 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 I had an opposite experience where, like, we, we, we're, we used to be so busy and then it just, like, crashed. But, yeah, I mean, it's, in terms of the podcast and whatnot, it's been, it's been fine. And I've been noticing, again, I have a little bit more time to just work on some things that... I haven't worked on yet. I said I was going to work on and whatnot. So have you found yourself with any more free time or is work really like taking, like taking all the time up now? I mean, it's like time is pretty much the same. I don't want to say I have more free time. It's probably less free time now because they probably packed me with more hours, a little bit more hours. There's nothing like a major difference, but mm-hmm. no, yeah, nothing really major is this. A slight difference when you're not working and when you're not working on music <clears throat> when you're not sinking time into that endeavor what are you doing oh that's kind of hard because it's like i'm a person that does pretty much everything i think the only thing i don't do is just make beats so if i'm not making music i'm probably like meditating uh I do. I I don't want to say I, I. I'm like I'm not really. I do photography, but I'm not like you know. I just do it on my free time whenever I get a chance to. I'm more of like right. a portrait person, so I just take pictures of my friends and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. On my free time, it's just like I try to get my downtime in before 
I get back into doing music or working. Yeah. Well, you seem pretty like internally inclined then. You like do you do you spend a lot of your time making music then? Yeah, yeah, like when you really think about it, yeah, cuz it's like you I make the songs, I mix and master them. I have to think about I do all the planning and stuff. I write in my notebook what I'm doing. I do my cover arts. You know, yeah. I take my own pictures at times. Yeah. Videos, even I edit videos. I've been editing videos for years. You know, it's just I do a lot of I do a lot of stuff. That's good, man. Like uh I it's I can appreciate that like you you really sound like, yeah, I don't I don't have that much downtime. Like I'm usually working on something like yeah. that or I'm at work or whatnot, but you probably work full time too, huh? See, I I work part time. Oh, okay. but it's 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 like with everything going on, it's like it is full time. Uh huh. But yeah. it's really much of a big difference. It's not like I'm working two days, I'm working like four or five days of the week. So I mean Yeah. I don't know. When it uh last question, well, a couple questions and we'll get out of here, but um when it comes to like you when it comes to putting down that next project that uh is going to be more of it doesn't have to be an album, but you know, you're kind of thinking of it in that capacity, like your next long term, like this is kind of like the next project that'll have this many songs or that I really mm-hmm. want to put some weight into. Um, where are you in that process today? You know, given that you just released a couple small things, um, and what ideas do you have set forth for for that? Uh, all right. Usually, when it comes to projects with me, like even with EPs, like the little things I just released, I treat them like like I'm about to put out an album. So, but usually, when it comes to like getting it done, I start with the idea and I like sit with it for a while. And when I sit with it, usually I make songs in the process of like, you know, I guess with it weighing on my mind. So I'll probably like go through mad songs, making mad songs, and then I'll like go through them. And I'll be like, okay, this kind of fits this aesthetic, this aesthetic, this aesthetic. And then, you know, mixing, mastering, sequencing, you know, I, I pay close attention to sequencing and all of that. But like the ordering know. of your track list or... Yeah. The, or what the do you order, mean when you say sequencing? Ordering, having it flow all together, because I'm I'm big on things like flowing all together. I like everything sounding like it's composed. Uh, you feel me? I yeah. don't like things just bouncing from this to something sounding completely different. You yeah. feel me? But um, yeah. When it comes to ideas, it's kind of like uh. Are you are sorry? Are you recording? Pro, are you recording songs for multiple projects at the same time? Are you recording songs as you go, and then and then just oh. kind of like coordinating that, them, or do you get stuck in one idea? I'm making songs for this thing that I know is coming up. It's usually as I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually as I go, and then once I hit like a sweet spot where I'm like, okay, these kind of like tie into like one type of um, concept or mm-hmm. this kind of like the idea i've been going for then i will like bounce off and stick to that and try to yeah so you might make 10 songs and then you know three or four of them you realize like oh there's something kind of here like there's something that i could make another three or four songs around what i got right here and then all of a sudden i got probably a project yeah just like that yeah just like that using that as you know or whatever just kind of naturally comes together as a jump point to to 
further that idea. Yeah, I would say off the top of my head, I don't know exactly what that would be for me, but I definitely notice that at times when I'm coming up with ideas uh, or coming up with a guest to be on the show or something. Sometimes it just comes down to like, oh, this album is coming out and this and, uh, you know, to have them on, this would be a perfect episode for them or something like that. Um, yeah. That's but, the flow with me. I try not to force things. So, you know, I just let whatever just comes, comes, and I just work with it. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had any um, recent creative, uh, sorry, have you ever had any recent uh, writer's block experiences? Uh, I had one last night, actually. But it was like, writer's block with me is like, uh, It's complicated to say. I, like I said, I let things flow to me. I usually, I usually get out of writer's block when I just like stop trying to force it and I just like let go and let things be. So last night I was trying to write, and I was like, you know what? It's just like I wasn't, in, I wasn't really in the right mood or like right set mood to really like write things down. So I kind of just like backed off and say, okay, when I'm in that right mood, I'll get back to writing. Mm-hmm. So it flows like correctly, but yeah, usually what writer's block is usually comes from me trying to force it. When I just let off, that's usually when things come. Yeah. Yeah. Ideas got to mature or flourish or, you know, just grow for lack of better words. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And and if it's like, if it gets to that point, I'll just like focus on something else. If I can't write, then I'll try, I'll try to like edit a video or something or some type of clip, you know, I'm always trying to stay consistent Anything that like uh, makes you think creatively in a different sense mm-hmm. is 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 great. So exactly what you're saying, you know, switching to something where okay, I still have to, I still have to think along the same lines, or I still have to, you know, I'm just changing the 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 type of work and kind of getting myself away from it. Yeah. Word, man. Um, did I miss anything that we need to make sure like people know about like where to find you or anything that you want to announce or anything you want to make sure that tell people to go listen to? Um, uh, I don't think there's anything we really miss. I mean, everybody could go check God body 73. That's kind of like the side thing. Then you have like the burning dawn, save yourself, the save yourself anniversary is coming up to the 24th. So I'll probably like, is that uh, one year? Yeah. Is that a one year anniversary? Yeah, one year anniversary. Yeah, with Save Yourself. Yeah, that's coming to May 24th. I got new music coming out on my birthday, so May 23rd. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy, happy almost birthday to you. Not even a week. Thank you. Happy belated to you, too, by the way. Appreciate it, man. Um, How long have you been? When was your first project? My first project? All right, so. I started making music, like officially making music at the age of 15. So, and when I started making music, I want to say like when I turned 16, on my birthday, I dropped like a little demo project, but this was like like rough, rough, rough around the edges. So uh-huh. I kind of look at that as like, like my first project. How, how old are you about to turn? <laughs> I'm about to turn 21. Hey, <laughs> hey, congrats, bro. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, but, so, okay, you've been you've been doing it for a few years then. Yeah, and I, I, it's like, 
on my phone. <laughs> but uh, save yourself. I've like to me, I feel like that's my first first project. Like officially, like I dates try to get things done at this time. Like that was like my first time actually, like you know, in that field of like just almost like on a business standpoint, even with merch and stuff. I got merch out into like you know, it's like being on that business level and trying to get things done at a certain time. That's just like. Yeah. That's why I saved yourself is like my first mm-hmm. project. Well, I'm I'm really glad that you've like occupied yourself with different sections of the craft. So, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, I don't I, I don't know too much about you prior to having this conversation. It's actually very enlightening. You know, I didn't know that you edited videos. I didn't know that, you know, you you kind of had those other outside talents around it. Um, I figured because it seems like you put all that stuff together, but I don't know exactly what you do and don't do. So it's cool to hear that. Um, and it's cool to hear that you've, again, occupied yourself with different sections of being an artist. As we know, like in today's landscape, it's kind of hard to just be the rapper or even to just be the beat maker or to be any one thing really. Uh, because a lot of artists find themselves having to shoot their own videos or come up with ideas for their own videos. And, you know, if you really want that done the way you want it, then you got to know how to shoot them and how to edit them and whatnot. So, and also, you know, like say music isn't the end all be all in your, in your circumstances. And I, I hope that, you know, it can be, but say that it isn't. And, you know, you, you have other tools to get it done at the end of the day, you know, like, people can enlist you for different services than rather than just, you know, like your, your performance art. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's always really encouraging for me to hear because as much as I may like someone's music, you know, it's hard for me to look at people that are really just, just making music and, and see, um, and see them, you know, making it, you know, whatever that means for them like that's that's hard and it's harder today than it probably was before in a way yeah um to literally just be doing that one thing so i'm glad that matters to you thanks 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 man but uh yeah again we we brought up we'll we'll close things out here man we brought up the god body 73 project again that's on youtube um we also talked about the burning dawn project which came out some some months ago that was in 2019 right no, this is 2020. It was like the end of January. Okay. Yeah, so still this year then. Still very, very recent. I uh, definitely suggest you check those out. You can find the homie at J-X-Y-L-E-N. I mean, you're going to find him when this is posted on my Instagram. You're going to know where to find his videos and his and his projects and you know his Instagram and all that. So don't worry about it. Uh, just check out New Music Monday Instagram story and at Dev Demolino and at Loudpacks. Uh, again, at jx y l e n and uh i appreciate you coming on i always appreciate your support bro no problem you to go yo <laughs> you too bro i mean uh man we even had some some technical difficulties that i thought we were gonna fuck us up and we actually ended up getting a whole two hours of recording so uh, we're chilling man <clears throat> anyways bro good to meet you uh I'll, I'll i'll let you know i'll let you know what you need to know when you need to know it all right bro no problem no problem all right man i'll talk to you soon bro thank you no problem no problem all right peace peace